Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A show where a nerd fits in. The Riley and Kimmy Show. You may not find us on your TV. Because in case you did not know, we're being brought to you on... It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me is the troublemaker, the the one who actually tolerates me. Kimmy, I got one name. Kimmy. She seems nice. You don't. That's true. I am not the nice one, and I never pretended to be one, have I, Kimmy? I've never Mm. pretended to be the nice one at all. (laughs) Welcome to episode 399. It's a Throwback Thursday episode. If you just happen to be listening the day it has been uploaded, can you believe that, Kimmy? A Throwback Thursday episode. Yeah, already. Yes, and you know what we're going to do on this Throwback episode? No, I don't. Throwback Thursday episode. We're going to go back in time to the golden age of radio and focus on something that is so comic book related, so nerd related, so pop culture related without it maybe a lot of things that we love would not have happened and also we're dedicating this episode to a very near and dear friend somebody who is a big friend to the Riley and Kimmy show and that is our friend David Corporone uh, of Sanford Florida of Smash Comics and David just happens to be under the weather Mm -hmm. and one of the reasons we're dedicating it to him is well because of whom we're going to be focusing on with the Golden Age Radio he just happens to be one of the biggest fans on planet Earth of this individual, the biggest superhero of all time. And I'm not talking about David, although David is, in truth, a comic book character, mm-hmm. even though he's a real person. And we'll get to that about the commissioner. That's his nickname and his comic book identity. Ooh, I let the secret out. The commissioner, Commissioner Corporone of Metropolis, the Metropolis Police Force. Do you know what superhero I might be talking about? Well, we'll have that coming up here on this throwback episode, on a throwback Thursday episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Now, Kimmy, just around the corner, just a matter of fact, hours away from when this show is uploaded, we will be in Jacksonville, Florida. We will be at Retro-Rama Pop Culture Collectible Show, and I'll be wearing my new attire. Wait till they get a load of me. Yeah, if you thought I've worn some whacked out stuff before, especially at the Deland Collectible Show, uh, I plan on topping it, and I think I have, and you'll be able to uh, see it in person if you go to Jacksonville, Florida at the Retro-Rama Pop Culture Collectible Show. I will be there behind table. They're, They're not letting me run amok. No, actually, I will be running around interviewing individuals who are brave enough to be uh, part of the Riley and Kimmy show upcoming podcast. But, uh, you know, we have a table actually there. Kimmy and I will be there and we'd love to meet you. That's right. We'd love to say hello to you and talk nerd stuff. And there'll be a lot of things to talk about that are nerd related because there's a lot of activity going on at this fun event. Kimmy has well just a brief rundown of some of the things that you can find 
at Retrorama Pop Culture Collectible Show. Yeah, they'll be having, gosh, a lot of quality vintage toys, dolls, models, and comics, G.I. Joes, music, Star Wars, games, TV and movie memorabilia, Barbies, posters, Lego, Disney Anna, and so much more. Um, besides all of these things you can find, you can meet some really cool people, some famous people. Um, we've got Lou Temple. From, uh, who played Ooh, Axel on The Walking Dead? On The Walking Dead, which comes back, uh, returns to the airwaves on the same day, Retrorama. Yes, Sunday, February eighth, the mid-season yeah. uh, premiere. You'll be able what to find out uh, find out what's going on, and I bet Lou will talk about uh, zombies and The Walking Dead mm -hmm. with you. And besides Lou, there will be Veronica Carlson and Susanna Lee there. Wow. From in the, person. From the Hammer Horror era. Yes. Her, the, Two Hammer Horror queens. Yes. The the era of uh, Peter Cushing and also Christopher Lee. Yes. And also Arch Hall Jr. will be there. And on top of all that, there'll be a costume contest and trivia contest. Nice, very nice. Musical performances. Wow. A lot you could basically say family fun entertainment, correct? Oh yeah. And door prizes. And door prizes. The list just keeps going on and I on know. and on. I mean it just does. And I, I know Kimmy kinda of mentioned it, but I gotta emphasize this. Twelve inch G.I. Joe's. Mm. Yes. Twelve and Barbies. Inch. Yeah, and Barbies. Twelve inch G.I. Joe's and Barbies. And one of our good friends in Deland, Florida who has a fantastic collectible shop. Uh, Carousel's Collectibles will be there with a booth. And I recommend if you're going to this Jacksonville thing, check out their booth too because... Oh, you have to. Oh, he has things from all over time. I mean, you never know what you're going to run into at Carousel's Collectibles. Mm -hmm. So that's something also to check out. And speaking of the trivia contest, as part of new events scheduled for February 8th Retrorama Collectibles show, Mickey Copa of Live Prize Trivia of Jacksonville will be hosting something they like to call the Great Pop Culture Trivia Showdown. Test your geek knowledge against your peers in a no-holds-barred trivia tournament. Winners will receive $150 in prizes, so bring your skills to the table and may the best nerd win. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a, just a plain old fun time, does it not? Oh, yes. And that's all going to be happening in Jacksonville, Florida. And if you're in the north and you've got an, an ability to head down, whether it's teleport, you know, bus, train, drive <laughs> teleport uh, might be about the only way they can get hey, out of there that's not true i was going to say it's a chance for them to uh thaw out if you if you come to jacksonville for this event you can thaw out and get all warmed up mm -hmm. and maybe just move to florida <laughs> you may say i don't want to go back up to wisconsin i don't want to go back to illinois or michigan or the dakotas that's where a lot of our midwestern and northern friends live mm -hmm. and reside and friends to the riley and kimmy show and i'm sure they're giving me patrick riley the one finger salute right now in love, don't you? Mm -hmm. I'm sure they are. I've gotten that salute many times. So if you'd like to find out more about this fun event, go right to our website at RileyandKimmy.com and you can find out how you can get tickets and where it's located and all that kind of stuff. And it's right there. And we look forward to seeing you at this event. So bring your friends and family. Tell them all about it. Mm -hmm. It's a Retro-Rama Pop Culture Collectible Show. Radio
is the Riley and Kimmy show and something we do often here is go back to the golden age of radio because it is so important to the world of nerds. It's also important to Patrick Riley because I love old time radio, OTR, golden age of radio, because it it's a vast world of nerd entertainment that is almost completely forgotten now, Kimmy, mm-hmm. and it impacted and influenced cinema. It influenced pop culture. It influenced television. And one of the best examples of that is The Adventures of Superman. Shortly after Superman had made his debut in comic books in 1938, they started shopping him around in 1939 for a radio program. And it took to 1940. They did something in 39, a pilot, but 1940 it became on you know a staple onto uh, radio across, across the country. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, even though he had become already a comic strip by then, which did put him in households through the newspaper, I firmly believe it wasn't until this radio program hit that the adults actually became more aware of Superman. And that's just how important it is to everyone. Because without it, I don't think there would have been the Fleischer cartoons. They wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. Without it, there wouldn't have been the Superman movies. That's right, Superman movies of the 40s and 1950 they did happen. It was a movie serial with Kirk Allen and they are very good for the era, for the time, even though they had a very low budget, they aren't the best example of superhero movie serials. Actually, Captain Marvel is by Republic. It is superior in just the way it's done in special effects and things, even though it's a little deviation from the Captain Marvel, uh, faucet character, but it's still there. Superman though. I mean, they actually had Captain Marvel fly. They, they got the illusion Mm -hmm. Superman. They had to resort with their limited budget to animating him flying where he took off and landed. Mm -hmm. Okay. You look past that part. Other elements of it are very good. And matter of fact, Kirk Allen to me is a very good Clark Kent. Even, I mean, he he does the duality quite well Mm -hmm. and it's fun, but they actually base those movie serials of the Superman ones off of the radio serials. That's how important the radio show was. And matter of fact, the very first two seasons of the George Reeves Superman on television they were leaning a lot to the radio serials and in and, and feel and storylines and stuff. By the way, I love those first two seasons, the black and white ones of George Reeves. They're more gritty, more film noir. And the radio series had some bite to it in the 40s. And they became mainstream uh, or became mainstream accepted. Nerds were able to kind of come out of the closet and some people became nerds, I think because of that radio show. Now this episode, by the way, we're dedicating to Commissioner David Corporone, a friend of ours uh, who has fallen sick. He, he's, we're hoping, you know, he gets better real soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we miss him and we look forward to seeing him and his big smiling face at Smash Comics. Yeah. He, he is the co-owner of Smash Comics in Sanford, one of the homes of the Riley and Kimmy show. And by the way, David is so important in the world of Superman. He's a big time collector. He loves Superman and the entire family. I mean, he is a person I can go and have a conversation about the Legion of Superheroes and uh, just anything that Superman has been involved in. And he knows it. Matter of fact, he's somebody I can go comet and he goes, Supergirl's horse, you know, instantly streaky. Supergirl's cat, you know, he he knows this stuff. He mm-hmm. knows the Silver Age, Golden Age, Modern Age, Bronze Age, everything. He just knows Superman. Well, he is so important in the world that he is actually a comic 
book character in the mythos of Superman for real. Commissioner David Corporone is a fictional character and ally of Superman that appears in the comic book DC line. The character first appeared in Superman number four on February 2012. That's when it happened. Superman number four and was created by George Perez. The character is based on, yep, the real person who just happens to be friends with George Perez. They've been friends for a number of years. Mm -hmm. And David, the real Corporone, is the co-owner of Smash Comics in Seminole Town Shopping Center in Sanford, Florida. David, this one is for you and for all Superman fans and also fans of comic books. This episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show, we're going to do two Golden Age old-time radio episodes of Superman. The Voice of Superman and Clark Kent by Bud Collier, who also would uh, reprise the role of Superman. Well, he does it in the Fleischer cartoons of the 40s, which are beautiful to check out. By the way, safe for all ages, for little ones, if you want to show them that. Make sure you find a good version of it. I think around 2010 or so they did a release. That is great on DVD. But some really early materials, because it was public domain, were very bad copies. So make sure, you, I think Brian Singer may have released something right around the time period with Superman Returns. It's it's, it's very good. And he reprised the role of Superman back in 1966 with Filmation cartoons when it went to CBS television on Saturday mornings. Those are my favorite of the 60s cartoons. By the way, they, those aired for decades on CBS and repeats. Bud Collier, to me, will always be the voice of Superman. This uh, episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show, we have two episodes of old-time radio of Superman. The first one is, they're very short, by the way, First one is from February 21st, 1940. Yep, check that out. 75 years ago, almost to the date. It's called Clark Kent in Prison, followed by another episode from February 23rd, 1940, called The Silver Clipper. Here's the adventures of Superman on The Riley and Kimmy Show. Presenting Superman. Up in the sky. Look, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. And now... Superman. Just a few hours to go before the crack train of the West Coast Railroad, the Silver Clipper, leaves Denver for Salt Lake City, where the mysterious power through its agent, the Wolf, has sworn she will never arrive. And Superman, in his character of Clark Kent, news reporter for the Daily Planet, Superman was last seen being dragged down a flight of steel stairs and thrown into the soundproof room of the Wolf's hideout near the railroad yard. It is late afternoon, verging toward sundown in the world above. And still the gangster Kino works on the unresisting form of Kent, bound and shackled to the wall before him. Hey, listen, you. I'm getting tired of this. How about talking? I've already told you. There's nothing I care to talk about. Wise guy, hey? Okay, we'll see how long you last at this. Open the door, Kino. Okay, here comes the boss. Wait till you see what happens now. Well, Kino, what luck? No luck at all so far. He ain't doing much talking. He's tough, boss. Still, I was just going to... Let it go, Kino. There's no more time. I did want to know where he got his information, but it won't matter. That's what you think, Wolf. That's what I know, my young friend. What do you mean? <laughs> You'd like me to talk, huh? Very well, I don't mind in the least. In a few hours' time, Mr. Clark Kent, the Silver Clipper will leave Denver for Salt Lake. You recall what happened to the locomotive and tender last night? Don't boast, Wolf. You didn't have anything to do with that. They'll find that engine. Possibly. But they haven't found it yet. 
And let me tell you this, Mr. Kent. They won't find the silver clipper either. Kino. Uh, yeah, boss. We're leaving at once. Uh, well, what about this guy? He'll stay where he is, permanently. What are you going to do, Wolf? Nothing whatever. We shall leave you just where you are, for all time. Or until someone comes down here and finds you, which may take a month or two. Kino, the persuader. <coughs> oh! <laughs> Out like a light. <laughs> and when he comes to... When he comes to, we'll be 20 miles on our way to San Joaquin. Hey, wait, boss. He's plenty tough. What if he breaks out? Breaks out? <laughs> Don't be silly, Kino. The walls are solid sheet steel, three inches thick. Then five inches of concrete. Then more steel. If he breaks out of that, <laughs> I'll put him in the circus. Okay. Reckon he's safe. Come, Kino. Goodbye, Mr. Clark Kent. You'll forgive me if I do not say I hope we meet again. But we will meet again, and very soon. And thanks for telling me where. On the road to San Joaquin, eh? Well, I'll give you a little while to get clear of town, and then I'll be seeing you, Wolf. <laughs> Handcuffs, eh? It's a good thing for you I wasn't feeling playful. Right, you know, from now on, things will move. Jump in, boss. Take the lower road to the river, and then up toward the pass. Look, look, you know, the sun's just going down over the railroad yards. Hey, boss, there she is, the silver clipper, just in from Shy. She'll lay over a while and then hit the line for Salt Lake. And we'll be ready and waiting. Let's go. Twenty minutes. That ought to give me time enough to get out of earshot. What was that he said about sheet steel three inches thick? Uh, <laughs> you're a liar, Wolf. Two and a half at the most. Look at those walls bend. Well, you might have kept Clark Kent in a vault like this, but not Superman. Uh, there goes the concrete. And still more steel. Well, I'll just put my foot through that. And that's that. Now, up the stairs. I won't go out in the street. Attract too much attention. Just up to the roof for an easy takeoff. Oh, what's this? A skylight. <laughs> and padlocked. Here goes. <sighs> out into the night in the fresh air. One jump and we're up. Up. And away. Now then. All I have to do is follow his car on the San Joaquin Road. Oh, yes. And a fellow called the Wolf is going to put Clark Kent in the circus. <laughs> Here I come, Wolf! Uh, uh, hey, hey, watch where you're going, will you, boys? Take it easy, Kino. In a moment, we'll be at the crossing of the San Joaquin River. Do you know where that runs? Sure, down through Schooner Canyon Lake to the dam at Wallkill. And do you know how Schooner Canyon got its name? Who cares? Oh, it's interesting, Kino. The canyon took its name from an old mining camp, now at the bottom of the lake. I still don't see it why... It was a roaring camp, Kino, until they built the dam and turned the canyon into a reservoir. It must have been tough to get to, down in a hole like that. They had a railroad, Kino. They broke a tunnel through the canyon wall laid the tracks through the tunnel and 
down the canyon wall to the camp. Yeah? Ah, now you're beginning to understand. Exactly, Kino. The camp is under a thousand feet of water, but the branch line tracks still lead to the water's edge. Through the tunnel, down the wall. Hey, now listen, you don't think that you can... Wait, wait, what was that? I didn't hear nothing. It sounded like a rushing of wind. Or wings. High over our heads. Chicken hawk. At night. Well, I don't hear it now, whatever it was. Hey, uh, what about the canyon? Well, Kino, that's where that spare engine went last night. Into the lake? Right into it, Kino. It left the main line after my men had attended to the switch, shut down the grade, roared into the tunnel, and disappeared forever in the waters of Schooner Canyon Lake. Couldn't they stop? No time. And the rails of the branch line were thick with grease. Oh, you can't do it again. It's wholesale murder. What of it? Not losing your nerve, are you, Kino? Look, we're here. Hey, 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 you left the road. Naturally, naturally. We're on the back road above the old junction. Come along, Kino. Uh, Where are we going? Down the tunnel, just a few yards ahead. I'll show you what's going to happen. What's the matter? Hey, what's that guy doing over there? One of my workmen, I suppose. I have several. Where? I, I don't see him. He dodged off again. Listen, now, I, I don't like this. Someone's sure to catch on. Who? Who? Don't be a fool, Kino. The only outsiders are the two members of the train crew on the engine. They jumped off last night just in time. What, the engineer? Well, where is he? He'll never jump again, nor will the fireman. Well, where are they? Up on the rocks above the tunnel, shackled down. Later, they'll be found lying dead beside the tracks. Sensation, Kino. Imagine the mystery and the terror. Train crew dead on the tracks. No sign of an accident. No sign of the train. Oh, there he is again. Look, look. Be quiet, will you? What are you talking about? I seen it. A long red cape. He was just flying. Kino, you're out of your head. The conductor. That's what the conductor saw. Clearing the line for the Continental. The conductor was seeing things, and so are you, Kino. Come along, come along. Here's the tunnel. I... I don't want to go in there. Oh, yes, you do, Kino. I want you to. It's not far, but I want you to see what happens to trains and to people. People? Uh, What do you mean? You're weak, Kino. You see things in the dark. You might be tempted to uh, forget who you're working for. Oh, no, no, never, never. Not not me, boss. Well, we'll just make sure of that. Keep going, Kino, until I tell you to stop. The devil. The cold and human devil. He's given himself away this time. I'll find those two trainmen. They're just the evidence we need. Where are they? Quick. Above the tunnel. Good thing I can see in the dark and through rocks. Ah, there they are. Chained down to die. But they won't die. Not this time. They'll be the witnesses that hang you, wolf. It's all right. It's all right. I won't hurt you. Gotta break those chains. Now, one under each arm. I'll find a ranch house and drop them at the door. They won't know what's happened. I think they crawled there. And then back to get the police. Up! Up! There, Kino. We're at the end of the tunnel. Look down the canyon. Gee, it must be a thousand feet across. And would you like to know how deep? 300 feet down to water, 
thousand feet more after that. Yeah. The Lake of Schooner Canyon. Uh, what's the time? The flash of light. Uh, 7.15. 7.15. Kino, the Silver Clipper is 20 minutes out of Denver. Twenty minutes out of Denver, roaring up the Rockies to the crossing at San Joaquin. The crack streamliner of the West Coast Railroad rushes through the dark at 80 miles an hour, destined for a watery grave at the bottom of Schooner Canyon Lake. Meanwhile, a strange figure hurtles through space, back the way he came. But will he be in time? Can he drop the injured men, warn the authorities, and get back to save the train without revealing who he is? Thrills, suspense, climax... Tune in and follow the story of Superman. Be with us again for the next thrilling installment of Superman. Up in the sky. Look, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Presenting Superman. Now, Superman. Events on the main line of the West Coast Railroad are rapidly reaching a climax. Beating west, a silver clipper pours up the slope of the Rockies heading for San Joaquin Pass. Disaster, sudden and unseen, lies waiting for it in Schooner Canyon Lake. While Superman wings his way through space, searching desperately for the nearest mountain town, he finds it, drops down from the sky and enters the office of the local chief of police in his character of Clark Kent, reporter. Listen. Well, you talk good. I'll say that for you, Kent. Well, if you don't believe me, telephone my paper and ask for verification. Or call the division superintendent of the West Coast Railroad at Denver. The Silver Clipper's a West Coast train, isn't it? Well, it is now, but it won't be long. I tell you, if something isn't done in a hurry... Then it's... okay, but how are you going to prove it? Suppose I get up there to the San Joaquin and pull in a couple of guys. Well, how am I going to prove anything? Well, I'll, I'll attend to that. You know the Circle Y Ranch? Sure. What about it? A couple of injured train men crawled in there a while ago. They were on that missing locomotive and tender. They were, huh? Wait, you don't mean it. I certainly do mean it. Hmm. If you get those two men I told you about, the one who calls himself the Wolf and his henchman Kino, the mystery is solved. Well, say, you begin to make sense, young fella. By God, I'll do it. What's your plan? Get a fast car and head for the crossing at San Joaquin. Yeah. You know the old Schooner Canyon Junction? Well, I reckon I can find it, even in the dark. All right, get up there and hide. If we don't catch them red-handed, it's no good. That's what I'm waiting for. Okay, Kent. Say, that is your name, ain't it? But, hey, hey, where are you going? I want to call my paper back east. Tell them to hold the presses for a big break. I'll pay for the call. Operator. Operator. I, uh, I want Perry White, managing editor of the Daily Planet. Yes. Rush it, please. I'll hold the line. Hello, White speaking. Mr. White, this is Clark Kent. Kent? Good Lord, man, I thought you were dead. Where have you been all day? Tied up in a cellar, but I broke out. Listen, Mr. White, how long before you go to press? Now, wait a minute. Why, I'm going to press right now. Well, hold it, will you? But stop the press? It better be good, Kent. Oh, don't worry, it will be. The big break on the Western Railroad story. Kent, are you kidding? You know the warnings on the Silver Clipper? It's coming off tonight. Well, where are you now? What's going to happen? I don't know, Mr. White, but I know this much. It won't be long. 
I've got to go now. Will, will you hold the presses? Okay, Kent. You won't regret it. I'll call you the minute I have something. I can't wait. What's all this about a mysterious flying figure? Something called a Superman? Oh, forget it, Mr. White. Somebody's pipe dream, huh? There's been a lot of talk. Well, forget it. I, I'm in a position to know. So long, Mr. White. Good luck, Kent. I'll be waiting. Hey, stop the press. Replay coming. Top column on the Western Railroad. Get a rewrite back. Superman, eh? I should say I am in a position to know. Huck, not much time with a wolf waiting there at the canyon. If I don't get back in time to fix that switch, 40 miles more, faster. Listen, boss, let's get out of this tunnel. I don't like it. Not too long to wait now. What's the time, Tino? Five minutes more. She's on time. She was on time at Creedville. Come on, boys. Let's beat it. A very sound idea, Kino. In five minutes or something less, this tunnel will be a most unhealthy place. What do you think will happen? Something resembling the end of the world, Kino. Screaming brakes, rending steel, billows of steam. Yes, decidedly we should move, my friend. Come. Where to? Down to the tracks where we can observe the switch. Close to the scene of action, but not too close. Listen, are you sure they can't stop in time? Downhill at 90 miles an hour? Impossible, Kino. What if she leaves the rails at the switch? What if she can't take the curve? A chance, but not likely. Come on, man, get moving. Hey, someone's coming. Hey, hey, boss, you better get out of that. She's whistling for the highway. Quick, Kino. Minutes count now. There's the train. Traveling fast, all right. Ah, there's the junction. Got a minute, maybe less. Now then, what have those devils done to the tracks? Ah, broken the seals and thrown the switch, eh? Well, it won't take long to fix that. And I'll just rip up a few of the old branch line rails. Just to be sure. There, that ought to settle things. Well, well, look who's coming. Hey, boss. Who's that guy down by the switch? Look, he's tearing up the track. Well, well, what are you doing? Where's your gun? Shoot, shoot. Don't worry, boss. I'll get him. I never missed yet. Got him, boss. No, no, you didn't. There he is. You missed him, you fool. Never mind, boss. I won't miss him this time. Hey, you. Kino, what's the matter with you? All right, then, rush him. The train. Here comes the train. Get that man away from there, Kino. Boss, beat it, beat it. It's him. I see him now. It's the man with the red cape. The train, the train. Run, Kino, run. Make for the car. Made it. Threw the switch just in time. Go on, Silver Clipper. I ball for Salt Lake City in the West. Now then, after those lads in the car. What did you do? Here I come. I tell you, it was him. The guy in the red cape, the, 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 the Superman. Shut up, you know. Whoever it was, I'll settle with him. He threw the switch back and saved the train. Faster, boss, faster. Get away from here. Keep your head, Kino. There's something about this I don't understand. Boss, look out. He's right behind us. He's over our heads. Look, look. What, what is that thing? He's down there in the road ahead. He's standing there. Look out. We're going to crash. Sorry to disturb you, gentlemen. Don't try to get away. Why, you put me down. Let me go. Let me go. In one moment, 
Just now, while I hold both of you with one hand, I've got something else to do. That car, for instance. You won't need it again. Where you're going, to make this accident look convincing. The car. Look what he's doing to the car, boss. He's wrecking it. There. No one will ever ride in that again. Hello. Here comes a car. Heard the crash. Must be the police. Well, so long, gentlemen. I'm leaving you now. And if you ever wreck another train or try to, think what you've missed this time. Goodbye. Here's where that crash was. There's a couple of guys lying on the road. Hey, grab them, boys. Why, I wouldn't wonder if they were the fellas that newspaper man was talking about. They tried to make a getaway and cracked up. Well, look where their car got to. Man alive looks like a cyclone hit it. Yes, doesn't it? Or that, uh, that Superman they keep talking about. Good evening, Chief. Say, there you are. Why, it's the reporter. Well, howdy, Mr. Kent. Well, I... I see you got them all right. Yes, but there was no train wreck. I guess we scared them off. Keep huh? them off. Keep them off. Huh? We done it. Put me in jail. Put me anywhere. But don't let that guy touch me again. He just came flying through the air. Say, he's nuts. Off his head. But that was a confession if I ever heard one. Yes. And if you'll drag the bottom of Schooner Canyon Lake, you'll find that missing engine and tender. What? And don't forget those two trainmen at the Circle Y Ranch. They'll be your star witnesses. Well, congratulations, Chief. You've caught the train wreckers, all right. Uh, and thanks to you, Mr. Kent. Well, hey, hey, where are you going? Well, I've got to get back to town. My paper's waiting for the story. See you later, Chief. Well, well, Kent, come on in. Well, it's fine to see you back. You've certainly made good in a big way. Thanks, Mr. White. And to show you what I think of you, I'm going to start you right out on another assignment. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. That's the best news I could possibly hear. Well, wait till you do hear it, my boy. There are one or two things I want to ask you about first. Yes, sir. I know it sounds foolish, but all these rumors about the mysterious flying figure clad in a red cape and all that, uh, you know anything about this uh, Superman? Do I know anything about this Superman? <laughs> Oh, Chief, what a silly question. All right, all right, let it go. Now, I want to talk to you about your next assignment. Uh, just pull up your chair. Yes, sir. Oh, confound it. I told him not to disturb me. Set your own. Wait. You've caught the wolf, my friend, for all the good it'll do you. The wolf has a master, and the master speaks to you now. Here, what the, Say, who is this? Uh, Kent, Kent, get over here. My compliments, Mr. Kent, on your first... And last performance. What's he mean? You and your newspaper have interfered with my plan. Very well, my friend. In exactly 24 hours at this time tomorrow, you and your newspaper will be blown to a thousand francs. This is the yellow mask. Goodbye. Hey, hey, you! Wait, wait! Come back here! Who was that man? Find him! Find him and trace him! Find him! Whose was the eerie voice calling Editor White on the phone? Who or what is the yellow mask? And can Clark Kent, without revealing his identity as Superman, 
Solve the mystery in the newspaper office. Terrible, deadly danger threatens the Daily Planet. Superman has 24 hours' time. Tune in and follow the story. Now, don't forget. Next time, the beginning of Superman's latest adventure. Tune in and don't miss it. Up in the sky. Look. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.